chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Welcome to Tigers and Twenty Off the Boards, a Go Tigers two four seven audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Off the Boards. I am your host, Christian Fowler, and joining me is Go Tigers two four seven founder Brooks Hansen. And Brooks, we have some massive breaking news. Unranked forward Josh Minot has committed to Memphis. As I said, he is unranked, but if you look at the offer list, very impressive and a player that both you and I and Kenny, who is not on here with us today, all think should be within the top 50 of the rankings. Uh, So Brooks, Memphis has gotten going a little earlier in this class. Typically, they wait until later in the cycle to start taking guys. So this is early and a little bit atypical for Penny Hardaway since he's been at Memphis. What is Memphis getting in Josh Minot? Well, Memphis is getting a guy that they prioritized in terms of evaluation. Like this, this is not a surprise. This isn't a you know rush to judgment decision by the Memphis staff to to take a guy like Josh Minot, who, like you said, is currently unranked by the two four seven Sports rankings. Uh, he is ranked in other uh, ranking systems. Uh, for example, Rivals, he's number 97 overall. But Minot is a guy that we talked about dating back a few months. We were actually one of the first places that ever mentioned Josh Minot in connection with the University of Memphis, I think the first. So Memphis is getting an extremely long and extremely skilled uh, and extreme, extremely ver- extremely extremely versatile player in Josh Minot. I mean, he is the type of guy who, when you see him on the floor with his peers in AAU and high school basketball, he just does so many things well. He moves without the ball. He impacts the game without having to have the ball uh, because he defends, he's long, gets a ton of steals, really gets out in transition, really good decision maker in transition, which is something – that this last year's Memphis squad could have used. Um, so he's just he he does a little bit of everything. And at 6'9, 180, he's the type of guard prospect that, you know, honestly, he he made a very good decision in being able to come in and learn under a former big guard like Penny Hardaway. You know, I think Josh Minot even tweeted something like, What's the height limit for a point guard? Yeah, and I think my, and my first thing on this is Memphis fans don't get caught up on you know him being unranked. I know a lot of times people freak out about that when they see a guy that's that's lower in the rankings that 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 commits or that isn't ranked. This is not one to worry about. As I said at the top, Brooks and I both think he's a top fifty level player. I expect him to be ranked very soon. Uh, sometimes, especially when there's no AAU ball like this, and this is something we've talked about for months now is that you see guys slip through the cracks, and, and Josh Monite's unfortunately one of those guys. But a lot of the times, and we see this with Memphis football commits all the time, when they commit, they get a bump in the rankings or they get ranked. 
And I think we'll see something similar with Josh Minot. I would not be surprised at all to see him ranked uh, with his commitment now now wrapped up. So don't get taken away by that. But for me, when I watch his film, when I turn on his film, the two things that kind of jump out at me immediately are his smoothness. He's extremely smooth on the floor in his basketball IQ. And those are two things that I think you've seen Penny prioritize a lot, especially in his guards, because Penny knows exactly what he wants back there. He wants guys that are versatile, that are very versatile, can play multiple positions, that have high uh, basketball IQ, bigger guards. So Josh Minot kind of checks all those boxes that Penny and the staff have looked for in the backcourt. Um, so it really is a perfect fit. And Brooks, you mentioned how um, Minot's size is very similar to what Penny's was. So I think it's a very good fit as far as player and coach go. And something uh, Kenny and I were talking about, Josh, uh, earlier this week, and, and a couple of things that Kenny said that I know he would say if he was on here right now, so these this is kind of perfect to fit in here. Um, but if you look at his high school tape, Josh is clearly the best player on the floor in the vast majority of the games and is, is typically playing against lesser competition. So with his size and with his ability to get down low, he's a player that could go to the basket pretty much any time he wants but he doesn't because he understands how important it is to be a complete player. And when you turn on his film, watch his film, uh, he you know he hits pull-up mid-range shots, three-point shots. Uh, he has a pretty developed po- uh, arsenal of post moves for being a, a guy that can play the two or the three. So he does multiple things. He's not just a one-trick pony that that feeds off of you know his own size going against smaller guys. So just overall, I think a, a very good, very solid, sound basketball player. As I mentioned, very good basketball IQ. I think this is a very good get for Memphis, especially early in the class, to go ahead and get him locked down because Florida State, Baylor, Maryland, Texas, all these are legit offers for Josh Minot, and Memphis has, has wrapped up his recruitment relatively early. Yeah, Christian, that's a great point. Getting this done early is an indication that the Memphis staff understood the need to get jump-started on the 2021 class quickly. They were playing a little bit of catch-up because they finished 2020 so late in the in the cycle with Musa Cisse just getting done in July. So, yeah, they've got a great head start on 2021 now with a guy who can legitimately see himself in a position to play the one through the four for the University of Memphis down the line. You know, Josh Minot is a guy that he's extremely young. He has developed very rapidly late in the recruiting cycle. And, you know, I, I could totally see us looking up in a couple of years and, and being like, man, this dude is a completely different player today than he was in 2020. So, you know, he's long enough. He's tall enough. He he has enough length, athleticism, and motor to be able to play the four because he rebounds well. He can block shots. But he also creates mismatches at the four because he steps out. He's so skilled. He can pass the ball. He's, he's kind of a prototypical four-man in terms of being able to pull defenders out of the post. But then he's also skilled enough at 6'9", to create a mismatch for a two-guard on defense and you know be able to smother him with his length on the perimeter on the other end of the floor. Uh, you know He can hit shots over players because of his size, his, uh, you know, his arm length. You know, his, his shot is a little um, 
what's the word for it? It's underdeveloped. It still needs some work. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say. I mean, it goes in. Yeah, it goes in. He shoots the ball well. It's just that his form is a little like it's a little wonky. Yeah, it's a little. It's different. Um, yeah, you know, kind of has it out in front of his face a little bit to the side. Uh, not your prototypical like perfect shooting form. But the reality is, is that if he can consistently step out and play the the two through the four and then be a, a bigger guard that can initiate the break, he's perfect for Memphis's system. So, again, big day for the University of Memphis, Penny Hardaway and staff. Uh, so, Memphis fans, again, like Christian said, ignore the rankings. They're coming. I, I'm positive of that, talking to some of our national 247 sports guys it's not a matter of if he is ranked and, and whether or not he'll make the top 100. I fully expect him to end up somewhere between 40 and 60, uh, possibly as soon as his very first ranking in the 247 Sports Top 150. So stay tuned. Stay tuned to Go Tigers 247 for more. Christian, you got anything else? I'm good. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.